Lord, you are good. Lord, you are good. Lord, you are good. And your mercy endureth forever. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Amen. Stand as you are able. And we're going to go to the Gospel of Matthew. Starting at chapter 10. We're going to read it responsibly. I will start. We will continue. And we'll read the black together. I say. All right. And it reads. Whoever welcomes you. Welcomes me. And whoever welcomes me. Welcomes the one who sent me. Whoever welcomes a prophet. In the name of a prophet. Will receive a prophet's reward. And whoever welcomes a righteous person in the name of a righteous person will receive the reward of the righteous. All together. And whoever gives a cup of cold water to one of these little ones in the name of a disciple, truly I will tell you, none of these will lose their reward. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God for the word. Amen. Let us pray. Come on in. Come on in. Amen. Welcome. Welcome. Oh, God. God, we come to you, Lord, with our invitations, Lord. We come to you, Lord, with our arms spread, Lord, and our hearts open, God, asking you, Lord, pleading with you, Lord, to come on in. Lord, we need your presence, Lord. We need your spirit, God. And we are here, Lord, to worship you, God, so that it will create an atmosphere that is pleasing to you, God, that is welcoming to you, God, that you would, Lord, look upon us, Lord, and say, look at them, and then come on down and join us, Lord, and help us, Lord, because we need you, God. We acknowledge that we need you, Lord. We, we also say we love you, God, and we acknowledge that we're in need of your love, which is always bountiful, always steadfast, always present. And, God, we say thank you. And so, Lord, here we are, and we're just here to worship you, God. And so, Lord, as we worship God, we pray that our worship will be worthy of your presence, that it will be worthy of you coming, Lord. And so, Lord, again, come by here, Lord. Come here, Lord. While on others thou art calling, please do not pass the beloved by. Amen. 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 I say. I say. Asheo! Amen. All right. And now we're going to go through our guiding ideals led by our own Mariah Slaughter. Amen. Good morning. All right, we're going to go ahead and start with the principles of my odd. 
I'll say the word, you repeat it after me, and I'll give you a brief definition of what that means to us. Alrighty. Truth. Truth is the absence of lies, falsehoods, and fakery. It is the presence of honest, open communication among the mighty and the holy people of God. Justice. Justice, Justice is when the people who need the most help get the most help. Order. Order. Order is acting with the aim of honoring the agreed-upon norms and the best practices that we have identified as helpful to the flourishing of our people. Harmony. Harmony. Harmony is maintaining the legacy and the creativity of being able to be your own unique self while seamlessly expressing yourself as part of the group so that's different notes blending together to make one beautiful sound. Righteousness. Righteousness. Righteousness means right thoughts, right actions, resulting in right relationality among others who are striving to be in relationship with divinity. Balance. Balance is living a robust life tempered by wisdom, wherein curiosity and satisfaction are mediated by moderation and circumspection. All right, reciprocity. And that's understanding that giving, planting, and serving results in receiving harvest and reaping in every aspect of people activity. Let's put a hand clap on that. Thank you guys for your participation with that one. All right, we're going to move on to the virtues of my eye, and we'll say these together on the count of three. One, two, three. Control of thoughts, control of actions, devotion to one's purpose, faith in your teacher's ability to teach truth, faith in myself to assimilate the truth, faith in myself to wield the truth, freedom from resentment under persecution, freedom from resentment under wrong, Ability to distinguish right from wrong. Ability to distinguish real from unreal. Again, that was the virtues of my eye. And now we will move on to the Nguzu Saba. Um, and these are the seven principles that usually are uh, recited and celebrated day by day in the ending of December to the upcoming of January. But we said every Sunday just to remind ourselves of certain themes I think we should live by um, every day. So let's start with emoji. I will say the Swahili word you repeated after me. I will say the English word together and then move on to the phrase together. All right. Umoja. Unity. To strive for and maintain unity in the family, community, nation, and race. Kuji Chakalia. Self determination. To define ourselves, name ourselves, create for ourselves, and speak for ourselves. Ujima. Collective work and responsibility to build and maintain our communities and make our sisters and brothers' problems our problems and to solve them together. Ujama. Cooperative economics to build and maintain our own stores, shops, and other businesses, and to profit from them together. Nia. Purpose. To make our collective vocation the building and developing of our community in order to restore our people to their traditional greatness. Kaumba. Creativity. To do always as much as we can in the way that we can in order to leave our community more beautiful and beneficial than we inherited it. Imani. Faith. To believe with all our hearts in our creator, our parents, 
our teachers, our leaders, our people, and the righteousness and victory of our struggle. Thank you all again for participation. Reverend Hightower. I lift my hands in total adoration unto you. You reign on the throne, for you are God and God alone. Because of you, my cloudy days are gone. I can sing to you this song. I just want to say that I love you more than anything. Amazing grace. How prayer led by Reverend Hightower. Yeah, 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 yeah. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound. Save the wretch like me. 
Once was lost, now I'm found. Blind, but now I see. Father God, we come once more and again into thy presence. Father God, we come thanking you, O oh Lord, for your amazing grace. Thank you. Thank we you. thank you for your tender mercy. Thank you. But most of all, Father God, we thank you for your blood. Yes, Lord. Lord, we come thanking you, O oh Lord, for this day, O oh Lord. We thank you, O oh Lord, for this house, Father God, that we come and worship in. And most of all, we thank you for our pastor. Lord, we come asking, O oh Lord, that you would bless stones, O oh Lord, who had the option to just come through these doors, Father God. We ask a special blessing upon everybody that put forth to come and then for those who wanted to come and didn't make it, Lord, we ask that you bless them in spite of whatever excuses they had for not coming. Lord, we come praying for traveling grace for those who are traveling on the road. Oh, yeah. We come praying, oh, Lord, for Father God, uh, those who are sick and afflicted, Father God, those who don't have uh, what they need this day. Lord, we thank you, oh Lord. We thank you in Jesus' name. Thank you. Now and forever. Amen. Amen. Thank God. Oh, I worship. I worship now. I adore you. I want to tell you. I want to tell you. Lord, I love you. Yeah. Lord, I love you. More than anything. Lord, I love you. Yes, I Sankofa moment. Yes, Lord. Come. Quay one time. Amen. All right. Good to see you, good people. All right. Good day to you. Good day to you. Uh, got a word for today. Um, through the bulls. <clears throat> And um, through the struggle, um, through your hard time, through your faults, keep on keeping on because it ain't over till it's over. Yeah. All right. Today's say for moment person of today is Carter Godwin Woodson. All right. He was an African-American historian, author, journalist, and the founder of the Association for the Study of African-American Life and History known as A-S-A-L-H. 
He was one of the first scholars to study the history of African diaspora, including African-American history. Woodson is called the father of black history. In February 1926, he launched the celebration of Negro History Week, the precursor of Black History Month. Woodson was an important figure to the movement of Afrocentrism due to his viewpoint of placing people of African descent at the center of the study of history and the human experience. Woodson is the only person whose parents were enslaved in the United States to obtain a PhD in history. He taught, he taught at historically black colleges, Howard University and West Virginia State University, but spent most of his career in Washington, D.C., managing the ASALH, public speaking, writing, and publishing. Let's give it up for our brother Carter Woodson. It's time for sharing. Oh, yeah, it's offering time. And I want you to prepare your best gift and make ready to share. Everybody stand to your feet and prepare your gift. If you're blessed, bring your gift. Hold on. be led by your ushers to bring your gift. Yeah, yeah. Oh, let me hear you say bless. 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 Oh, yeah. Let me hear you say bless.
blessed in the city. Blessed in the city. The devil is defeated. No, the devil is defeated. We are in the midnight hour. God will. God's gonna turn it around. It's gonna work. in the city blessed in the field blessed when we come and when we go uh, put your hands together one more time and let's give God praise in the room we are now about to hear from a truncated version of our choir the Beloved Community Orchestra and Chorale under the direction of Brother Leon Amos, Todd Whitman accompanying Mariah Slaughter, primary vocalist. And uh, we're going to make something happen. We're going to sing. We're going to bless the Lord. We're going to bless the Lord. Molly, yeah, yeah, Do not 
thou art calling do not pass me by don't forget about us down here Lord while you're passing out blessings don't forget about the beloved oh yeah yeah oh yeah don't pass us by yeah, 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 don't pass us by, Lord, don't pass us by. While on others thou art calling, do not, do not, do not pass me by. Oh, Lord, yeah. Sure. I say. Oh, Lord. Lord God, we thank you for this hour, for this another preach opportunity. Pray that you would bless and anoint the words that are on the pages in front of me, that they might be a blessing and a source of anointing for those who hear. So now, Lord, allow the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart to be acceptable in your sight. Oh, Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Amen. Amen. And amen. From the book of Mark, chapter number 10, beginning at verse number 46. I want to read into your hearing this narrative. Chapter 10, verse 46, starting at verse 46. It reads, they came to Jericho as he and his disciples and a large crowd were leaving Jericho. Bartimaeus, son of Timaeus, a blind beggar, was sitting by the roadside. When he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to shout out and say, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. 
Many sternly ordered him to be quiet, but he cried out even more loudly, Son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus stood still and said, Call him here. And they called the blind man, saying to him, Take heart, get up, he is calling you. So throwing off his cloak, he sprang up and came to Jesus. There Jesus said to him, What do you want me to do for you? The blind man said to him, My teacher, let me see again. Jesus said to him, Go, your, go. your faith has made you well. Immediately, he regained his sight and followed him on the way. I want to use for a subject what I've decided to call, your faith has made you well. Your faith has made you well. Sickness is something that is common to our people. Many of us have learned how to live with a distorted understanding of reality because we spend our lives attempting to manage the pain associated with our sicknesses. Sickness is something that is common to our people, and the real deal is that comparatively, we suffer more than other people because in this land called America, we are sicker than others. Listen at me as I share some statistical data with you comparing our sickness with the disease found in the white community. Diabetes is 60% more common in black Americans than in white Americans. Blacks are up to 2.5 times more likely to suffer a limb amputation and up to 5.6 times more likely to suffer kidney disease than any other people with diabetes. African Americans are three times more likely to die of asthma than our others than our white American counterparts. Deaths from lung scarring, scarcidosis, are 16 times more common among blacks than among whites. This is the disease that killed former NFL star Reggie White at the age of 43, as well as comedian Bernie Mac while he was only 50 years old. Despite smoking less, black men are 50% more likely than white men to get lung cancer. Strokes kill four times more 35 to 54-year-old black Americans than white Americans. Blacks have nearly twice the first-time stroke risk of whites. Black people develop high blood pressure earlier in life and with higher blood pressure levels than whites. Nearly 42% of black men and more than 45% of black women aged 20 or older have high blood pressure. Cancer treatment is equally successful for all races, yet black men have a 40% higher cancer death rate than white men. African-American women have a 20% higher cancer death rate than white women. Why? Why is that true? Well, number one, genes play a definite role. Locked within the genetic code are the physiological indicators that give researchers insight into why it is that black people suffer excess deaths. So number two, so does the environment, the context in which people live. Number three is socioeconomic status. And yes, number four is racism. 
This is according to medical doctors and clinical researchers at major medical universities throughout the country. Not only does racism, white supremacy run us crazy and cause us to be angry with ourselves and others who look like us for no apparent reason, I might add, but racism is killing our bodies as well. This is real. The research and the data all point to the destructive power of white supremacy, but there exist other realities that destroy us from the inside out because we tend to hold on to bitterness and resentment connected with past disappointments in our lives. It becomes more difficult to rid ourselves of the diseases that attempt to take us over. One of the major sicknesses that emerges out of our resentment and bitterness is blindness. Pain and scar tissue associated with past hurts can crust over our spiritual eyes and make us blind to the fact that God has created new possibilities for us. God is trying to do something new and fresh in our lives. God is trying to heal us, but we often undermine the will of God in favor of the comfort that we have found in the familiarity of our pain. These bodies of ours can take quite a bit of pain, but at one time or another, the pain associated with blindness becomes too much to bear and we must reach out to someone to help us. The interesting thing that we are sometimes able to discover in the midst of our reaching out to someone else is that when within us is the ability to make our own selves well. There is a way in which we may participate in our own healing. As a matter of fact, I heard a man named Jesus say just the other day, go your way, your faith has made you whole. Your faith has made you well. It was a chilly spring day in Jericho. Jericho is one of the oldest continuously inhabited cities in the world and is known by archaeologists to be founded over 12,000 years ago. Located on the west bank of the Jordan River, Jericho is known for its copious springs and swaying bowback palm trees. Jesus wanders through this ancient city as he moves around in Judea, headed ultimately to Jerusalem. He was passing through town, but of course a crowd had gathered holding him up as he was attempting to leave town. There on the side of the road was Tim's boy, Bartimaeus. The story called him Oh, they call him Old Blind Bart. Oh, yes, you know the story of how Old Blind Bart hollered out at Jesus as he sat on the side of the road. Jesus, son of David, hey, bruh, holler at me. Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Please, sir, have mercy on me, bruh. Can't you hear him? The text says they tried to silence him. Shut up, Blind Bart, they commanded him, but he wouldn't be quiet. Jesus, son of David, my homie, my partner, my friend, have mercy on you, boy, please, sir. He was on 10, turned up and refusing to be turned down. Turned down for what? Here's his chance at healing, a chance to peel away the cloak of disability and to relinquish the label of infirmity so that his soul could be free. He no longer was content with things being the way that they were. The, thing, the way that they had been all of his life. He saw with his spiritual eyes a chance to see for himself so he would no longer have to take the word of persons whose natural eyes were functional, but their foresight was limited at best. Old blind Bart may not have had his natural eyesight, 
but he had insight that could not be obscured. There may be somebody here today that realized that other people will try to keep you blind so they can count your money. They may want you to stay blind so they can tell you their version of what's going on instead of what's really going on. Jesus told us about how the leaders of the blind operate in Matthew 23 and 25. He said, you blind guides, you strain out a gnat but swallow a camel. In Luke 6 and 39, he also told them this parable. Can the blind lead the blind? Will they not both fall into a pit? And in John 9 and 39, Jesus said, For judgment I have come into this world, so that the blind will see, and those who see will become blind. But listen at him in Matthew 15 and 14 as he says, Let them alone. They be blind leaders of the blind, and if the blind lead the blind, both shall fall into the ditch. Oh, my beautiful sister, and listen at me now. When I tell you that Jesus broke with the common perspective of the time in his hatred of illness and in his belief that illness did not come from God, he understood that illness made people more vulnerable to despair particularly in a society which saw illness as the effect of sin. By rebelling against the Deuteronomic notion that all illness resulted from sin, Jesus helped free sick people so that they might have faith that would heal them. Like members of despised professions, people with illnesses were often looked down upon as sinners. Thus, illness by society's definition put the person outside of the reach of God's mercy. And the voice of old blind Bart is ringing out in the noonday procession. They tried to shut him down to block him and to discourage him, but he kept on shouting, Jesus, thou son of David, please, sir, have mercy on me. And Jesus said, tell him to come here, tell him to come to me. And the text declares that old Bart threw off his cloak, jumped straight up from where he was and came to Jesus. And Jesus asked him, what do you want me to do for you? And I need to just park right there and pull out my hymn book and say, ask the Savior to help you. Comfort, strengthen, and keep you. He is willing to aid you. He will carry you through. Ain't he able? Yeah, you already know it. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm back to the text. The text says, Jesus asked old Bart, what do you want me to do for you? And old Bartimaeus said, Rabbi, I want to see Ask the Savior to help you, comfort, strengthen, and keep you. He is willing to aid you. He will carry you through. Go. The text reveals that Jesus told a blind man to go. Your faith has healed you. He didn't say, I have healed you. Oh, no, Jesus didn't take credit for the healing. And notice he didn't say, sit. He said, go. And not only that, Jesus located the healing power within the man based upon his faith. He said, your faith has made you whole. Listen at me when I say to you, my dear, dear sister and my strong, beautiful brethren, that Jesus understood that people need compassion and support to get well. 
People need love and understanding to get well. People need positive attitudes and communal protection to get well. People need other faith-filled people to stand with them so they can shake the shackles of their illness off and begin to walk with Jesus into a new destiny of healing and wholeness. I need to leave you with this final thought that emerges out of this pericope, and that is that the man formerly known as old blind Bart, Tim's baby boy, immediately received his sight and began to follow Jesus along the road. That is the most important part of this narrative because it provides a view into Bartimaeus' future. Bart was no longer invalid after he made contact with Jesus. He was now able to see what was going around, going on around him for himself. He no longer had to trust the untrustworthy and follow behind people who were blind, lacking the capacity to follow the person who God gave the vision and who also attempted to block his salvation and his connection with the Savior. Mr. Bartimaeus was now free to discover his own history and to recover from his disease. He was free now to lose his blues, to leave his past pains and hurts and resentments and bitterness in his past. He was now free, y'all, to reimagine his future, to regain his self-respect, to shake off the haters, to rid himself of doubters, to build up his self image and his self-esteem he was now able uh, to give up his loyalty uh, to faithless unbelievers uh, and reprobate temple dwellers uh, Mr. Bartimaeus can now uh, remove his shackles uh, because he realizes uh, that he's just as cool uh, without his shades uh, now he's walking with Jesus uh, as Jesus makes his triumphal into Jerusalem but little did he know that Jesus was on his way to the cross yes Jesus must Jesus bear this cross alone and all the world go free oh there is a cross for everyone and there is a cross for me I see Jesus walking up the road with the cross on his back. They took him to the hill, a hill called Calvary. There they planted him on that cross. He 
hung, bled, and died. He never said a mumbling word. Ain't the Lord all right? Somebody shout, yeah. They slung him there. They hung him high. And they stretched him wide. And he never said a mumbling word. Ain't the Lord all right? Ain't the Lord good? Ain't the Lord worthy to be praised? Somebody shout, yeah. He died. I said he died on that cross. They took him off the cross, put him in Joseph's borrowed tomb. He stayed there all night Friday night. He stayed there, y'all, all day Saturday. He stayed right there all night Saturday night. But early, 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 Sunday morning, he got up out of the grave with power, power, power in his hands. Power to heal, power to set free, power to make you over again in a new image. God is able, God is able, God is able, he's able, able, oh, he's able. Yeah. God is able. He's able to heal you. He's able to remove the shackles of blindness, to open your eyes so that you can see clearly what's going on in front of you, to your left and to your right. You can even see more clearly that which is behind. God is able to heal. And your faith is your faith that gives you the power to to understand and to walk in the healing of God. We offer Christ to you. My sisters and my brothers. We offer Christ. We offer Christ to you. Oh, we offer. We offer Christ to you. Oh, my sister, yeah.
if you're sick in your body, oh yeah, we offer Christ to you. Oh my sister. none have accepted but yet there is room we thank God for those of you who are present as we prepare for the Lord's Supper I ask that you would remain attentive and remember the solemnity of the moment
Lord God, we bless this time that we are together now. We're thankful for our mother, our church mother, It's time for us to share. Come on now. Dearly beloved, we are here at this moment to share in this Eucharistic meal, the Lord's Supper. I would that you would give yourself over to this time, that you would devote your heart to this ritual, that you would remember that we are partaking of the broken body and the shed blood metaphorically of Jesus. And Lord, we bless these carnal elements now. We bless this cracker that represents the bread that represents the broken body of Jesus. We bless this wine or this juice that represents your blood that was shed on Calvary. And we pray that when we eat it and drink of it, we will become more like you. We ask that in the name of your darling son, sweet black Jesus. And for his sake, we always pray amen. Amen and amen. The blood, the blood, the blood never loses power. Oh, 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 the blood that Jesus shed for me. Gives me strength from day to day, it will never lose its power. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
someday today. take the release the top part of the cup that will unlock the bread the wafer and release that hold it in your hand and we lift it up to God and we bless it Lord we bless this carnal element we pray that when we eat it it will be transformed and take on spiritual power as we commemorate your broken body, let us eat together. Say amen. Amen. Now, likewise, he took the cup after supper, saying, this cup represents the New Testament in my blood. As often as you drink it, do so in remembrance of me. Lord, we bless this carnal element, this juice, this wine that represents your blood. And we pray that when we consume it, we'll be transformed and become more like you. Let us drink together. That's it. I know it was the blood. I know it was the blood. Now I may say that almost all things are cleansed with blood, and without the shedding of blood, there can be no remission of sin. We thank God for the remission of sin, the forgetfulness of God of our sins as we have consumed his broken body and his shed blood. Thank God for each of you and your participation in this ritual of our church. And I ask that you would be mindful of what you have done, the act that you have committed with your body uh, as we leave this place and go out into the world. Uh, it's a blessing. So, um, just want to sing a verse. Uh, I know it was the blood. Oh yeah, I know it was the blood. Oh yeah, I know it was the blood for me.
back again. He's coming back again. Oh yeah, he's coming back again. Oh yeah, he's coming back again for me. One day, y'all. One day when I come on, step to your feet. He died. We thank you for this day, for this another worship opportunity. Thank God for each and every one of you who are present. Thank you for sharing out of your, your abundance or out of your poverty. And thank you for bringing your whole self to this worship service. Let us sing our song of benediction. It's our duty to fight for our freedom. It's our duty to win. We must love and support each other. We have nothing to lose but our chains. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's our duty to fight for our freedom. It's our duty to win. And it's our duty. We got to love and support each other. Love and support each other. We got nothing to lose. We have nothing to lose but our chains. It's our duty to fight. To fight for our freedom. It's our duty to win. It is our duty to win. We got to love and support each other. God, we thank you for this day, for all that we've experienced. We pray your blessings upon this worship that we have experienced. We pray your blessings upon our homes and each one of us. We ask that you would bless abundantly, that you would heal us of our sicknesses and our diseases, that we can walk in liberty in you and in Christ is our prayer. And we pray it in the name of sweet black Jesus. And for his sake we pray. Amen. 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 Ashe. 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 Now reach your hand up into the sky and bring down a handful of healing and place it on your body and shout Harambe. 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 That means let's all pull together. And if we pull together, we're going to make it. We're going to make it somehow. Remind your people that we got a Moja meeting this Saturday. This Saturday. Okay, that's the third Saturday. The third Saturday of July. All right, yes. All right, so remember that.
all right. I love y'all. We ain't got nothing to lose. 